Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a while. Hey, folks. You're listening to The Dork Forest, or about to. The website's JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com. If you like determiners, FamilyPetAncestry.com, if you like jokes, because uh, that just leads you to JackieCation.com. Those are the websites. The credits, Mike Rickberg composed and sang that song. You just heard he sang it with his wife, Sarah Cohen. He'll sing the song at the end, his words to the Mexican hat dance. Patrick Brady fixes this audio. Vilmos fixes my website, JackieCation.com. There are several ways to support the show if you want to support the show. Most basic way, the PayPal button. Donate. Knock yourselves out. There's a PayPal button on JackieCation.com and DorkForest.com. You can also Venmo me at Jackie at JackieCation.com, where you can also email me and say things. Another way to support the show, pretty painless, the Amazon button. On both JackieCation.com and DorkForest.com, there's a link, a banner to the Amazon page where you just order like normal. Uh, doesn't cost you extra. It just supports the show. There is also merch, whole merch situation. You can get Ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirts. You can get Dork Forest t-shirts. You can get my stand-up comedy t-shirts. All the, com- all the t-shirts are union-made here in the United States of America. So they run a little big because they're made by Americans. There's also my CDs and my DVD. All of that is available uh, digitally as well. But if you want hard copies, you go to JackieCation.com, the merch page. Not available on the merch page are a couple of enamel pins that I haven't added to the merch page yet, and they are Meat Shield pins and Spooky Reading Girl pins. Email me, JackieJackieCation.com, if you want those pins. Um, there's also a calendar of my stand-up comedy, Golden Opportunity to See Me Live. And um, there are premium episodes of The Dork Forest, which are episodes that I've taped live, and they cost me a couple of bucks to make, so I charge you a couple of bucks for them. So if you've run through all of the free ones, go to thedorkforest.bandcamp.com and get a live premium episode if you'd like. The YouTube page is on fire. That's right. There's teaser clips on the Jackie Cation Dork Forest YouTube page, but there's also the entire episode, the whole episode of the Dork Forest are now uploaded to YouTube. So if you can't listen to iTunes or whatever at work, you can just have this on in the background with a beautiful picture of the guest and the logo. Enough already. I'm probably missing something, but let's get into the show. Hello and welcome to my living room, you guys. Uh, It's Jackie Cation. I am in the Dork Forest, which is, weirdly enough, in Van Nuys. Uh, (laughs) Hello and welcome to the program. Nia DuBose, welcome back. Thank you for having me back. I know. I was like, we were just, we keep running into each other and I'm like... You could be on the Dork Forest. You're like, I've been on the Dork <laughs> Forest. Jesus Christ. You and I will be on it again. Exactly. That's how. It, that's my big save. And then I ruined it, of course, by admitting to the world. I always forget. What I do is I, I remember people's dorkdoms. I don't remember who was they were. Mm. Like, I can't tell you. I thoroughly enjoyed that Speed Racer episode. I don't know that kid's name. Perfectly nice young man. Anyway. Uh, that's okay. That's what Google's for. That's what Google's for. Yeah. You guys. There's some great episodes out there. <laughs> uh, I had, um, and I remember her name because it was just three episodes ago. I had Emma Arnold on, mm. and she's like, "You know, we've met three three times." And I was like, "Well, wh- we may meet in three more times. It'll be exciting." What are we going to talk about? And she was like, "Bees," and then we talked about bees. It's a great episode. Actually, I, I'm going to listen to that. That yeah, I'm, I'm into like be, uh, someone that I. Uh, that lived across the street from where I work and work at a library. Yeah. And they're like, hey, would you like a jar of honey? It's from these African bees that I keep in my backyard. And I was like, whoa, are you allowed to have? How did you get African? You right, know what? Yes, they, give it to me. It's weren't they the invasive species? But then they bred the African bees with uh, some other honeybee and they uh, it helped with the mites. And I only know that because of Emma Arnold's episode of The Dork Forest. Emma yes. Arnold's bringing knowledge. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. Nia DeBose, you are on uh, The Dork Forest, let us tell people uh, that they can see your stand-up comedy, of course. You can go to NiaDeBose.com. It's N-I-A-D-E-B-O-S-E. Correct. Dot com. And it's at Nia underscore DeBose on Instagram. Correct. And at LOL Nia DeBose on Twitter. On the Twit. Right. Yes. Uh, you went and saw the Muppets. I did. They're, I love that they're touring again. Yeah. Well, I, first of all, it's... it's I, don't, I can't. Okay. Okay. 
I, as I told you, I'm a Muppets fan, like from birth. Right. Right. Now, as far as the actual technical aspect of how they do it, that's one of the things that, that I, I want to keep kind of a mystery. Right. But, okay. You know, but now like on my way over here, I actually looked at some of the, uh, the actual, like the Muppeteers uh, did videos on YouTube and they're talking about how they operate the Muppets. Their, their different Muppets. There's a lot of shit that goes into operating. Are there two people for every yes. Muppet? Yes. Like one person doing the hand. Andy does like a minimum. Minimum. Two people minimum. <laughs> Andy does a very good job pretending to be Muppet hands. Uh-huh. Uh, we got to do like the kind of wiggle fingers. Yeah, we, we got some free time and then he makes his hands flop. Yeah. And then he ma- he looks around for things. It's very funny uh, because neither of nobody can see when you're a Muppet under Muppet worker mm-hmm. under the table. You can't see the table, can you? No, no, you can't. But like, even when I when I saw them in a, uh, at the Hollywood Bowl, like, yeah, um, I remember reading an article years ago about how little kids come on Sesame Street and uh, they don't even notice the 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 person per- that operates. They're talking to the Muppet. The they're Muppet. talking to Elmo. They're yeah. talking to Kermit. Like they don't. It doesn't. And I was like, oh, stupid kids. But like you go, <laughs> no, you go to Hollywood Bowl and you're like, oh my god, it's Kermit. But you li- you can see them. They're they're there. Oh, you, they're there as well. The, yeah, you can the see people the people who operate. Yeah, because they have microphones. All, yeah, they're in all black and they're mm-hmm. they're live on stage. And so the lighting, of course, is meant to showcase Highlight. the puppet. Yeah, well, you can see the guys there. Right, right. He's right there. Right there. It's not like they're he's behind a curtain or under a table. Or- no, no, he's right there. Okay. <laughs> so wow. He, she, he, or she. Right. There's a team. There's a team, and sometimes there's ladies. Yeah. Hopefully, a couple, yeah, a couple of women. That they also mix it out. To. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's a it's a pretty pretty strong dude heavy thing, though. I don't know why. Uh, Mostly because everything is well, yeah, and it'll mostly. change. I mean, they have a few. Yeah. They have a few women. I mean, it, it didn't seem like uh, it was. 50-50, it seems more like 70-30. Uh, right. Okay. But, you know, that's a right. start. Right. As as we have been saying forever. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get a labia in I'll the t- door. I, and, can't uh, be, I can't be mad all the time. Right. So good for you. Give them something. <laughs> you know? But you're like, oh, look, it's Fozzie Bear. And it's clearly like two people right, right, right. there like operating it. But. So you saw the live one. I was sad that I was out of town for that because Andy went to that. And mm-hmm. a bunch of people, more people have gone to that than I... Then I would have thought that I never thought of, I don't know who I ever thought was a Muppet person or a not Muppet person, but uh, it turns out whenever it comes up in conversation, so many people went to that. Oh, what it was, was it? It was it was basically the live version of the Muppet Show. Okay. The old um, Muppet Show from the 70s. Yes. Because they did a lot of the old... Um, they sketches did, and Yeah, stuff, they did a lot or? of the old sketches. They did uh, Rainbow Connection. They, they, they did all the hits. They did all the hits. Did they... Wait. Did they reduce... Sketches from the TV show? They did a, not like redo, but they're kind of updated. Okay. Uh, they also had, a, it was kind of a multimedia thing because they also had the, uh, uh, I think it was like the LA Symphony. Oh, they had an orchestra. Uh, yeah, they had an orchestra. They had, uh, it was multimedia. They had a uh, big screen set up, so they had uh, different vignettes and different videos that they played. It was oh, a cool thing. And it was two hours or three hours? I think, yeah, it was a full show. If it wasn't like two hours, it was at least 90 minutes. Wow. Yeah. Where'd really- you park? Where'd you park? I'm so we sorry. We did <laughs> park. Did you Uber? We Ubered. Uber Lyft moment? Yeah, we, we did the Did you have to hike rate. out to get the Uber Lyft uh, home? No, no. What? Um, or do they have a lot now? They have a lot. They have like a specific place where you can uh, park, but it was too crowded. And I knew someone who lived on that adjacent street. There you go. So I just put that address in and we and just then, walked around And you hiked up corner. there. Yeah, yeah, not so bad. Yeah, not bad. Oh, that's awesome. Because that will... That's got to cut down on your whatever. I don't even know how much parking is there. I, it's I, like twenty bucks. We went. We went to. This isn't the way that this sh- the sentence should go. But the guy <laughs> who saying I shot the sheriff. He didn't write it because uh, I think Bob Marley might yeah, have written that it. Bob Marley. Uh, it or- was Neil Young, maybe. Really? I was a child in the seventies, okay. and uh, he did a cover of it and he sang it that night but I think it was Neil Young because I remember it being Neil Young because everyone was such so hippy skippy in the in the concert and then when it was time to get out parking uh, people were animals uh, they lost their damn minds and I was like dudes uh, that's l- how it works we were par- we got there early so we were parked first to get out mm-hmm. so I was like hey d- I was thinking to go to the bathroom and he was like let's get out of the way and I was like wow uh, uh, alright let's get out of the way he's uh, he's more thoughtful often than I am 
Yeah. And good Likewise. for him. Yeah. Good for him. And it's good to have that balance, too. It is a nice balance. Because yeah, <laughs> if left to my own devices, I'll fist fight no lady. I right. really would. Right. So it's for the best. It's for the best that there's someone to little checks and balances next <laughs> Look, to me. Maybe you, maybe you shouldn't yell at that child. <laughs> oh, my God. I once, uh, I once said fuck off to a guy who was just trying to help me. And Andy, this is probably, we're two years married, so we're four years together. Uh-huh. And we're in, I'm doing a gig. There wasn't a, there wasn't an elevator. I had to haul my luggage upstairs. And this guy in front of us was holding the door, but he was actually in the way. Oh, no. And I said something like, just get the fuck out of the way. And Andy looked at me, and I swear to God, he said, apologize. Wow. Right. And there's nothing worse than being treated like a child when you have been acting like, like a child. A child. Yeah. Like a child. The correct response was to treat me like a child, and uh, I could not have been more disappointed. But I, what I was more humiliated, of course, was that there was a witness. Uh, yeah, someone what, did, I what did the guy say? Did you? Like, oh, no. He looked at Andy, and he looked at me, and he was like, he, he tried not to laugh, and yeah. he was like, it's okay. It's, it's okay. <laughs> he got you out of the way. doubled down and just like stamped your feet. Like, <laughs> I don't want to. I want ice cream. Right, exactly. <laughs> Some sort of fucking tantrum. Anyway, so did, do you, did you watch the TV shows? Yeah, I, I grew, think we all. Like, uh, so growing up, my, um, uh, I watched PBS a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was a big Sesame Street And she worked at a library. Of course. And, and uh, my, which by the way, your Dork Wars t-shirt that I, that I wear yeah. at work often, I get Many compliments on it. Well, you're going to get uh, either uh, a new one of the same kind, or you'll get the other one. Well, I hope you. I hope you get more uh, listeners. Yes, um, that's uh, that's awesome. If yeah. you're if you're getting good comments, so. but I would. Um, I loved Sesame Street so much. My mom told me that sometimes I would like dance like a Muppet, do that weird yes. kind of like upper body, yeah, yeah, jerky Adorable. sway. And so they bought me tickets. They well, not. I mean, I. Went with an adult. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Just like five years old. With right. A little purse. In cab fare. Night out. Um, <laughs> um, uh, so they took me to see um, Sesame Street Live. Uh, I grew up in St. Louis. This is the St. Okay. Louis Arena, which is like long torn down. Yeah, now. yeah. Um, so, so I would. Yeah. <clears throat> the one I went to in Milwaukee is also torn down. Yeah, it's gone. So, yeah. I think it's like condos or. Something. Well, I went to County Stadium, and now it's called Miller Park, I think. Miller and so Park? They, it was the baseball stadium. Oh, okay. So that was the only, I think, the only th- theater thing I ever saw as a child. Really? Yeah. Did you ever well, go to, like, the circus, too? Were you, like, no, a circus? No. No, my parents, uh, I wanted desperately to go to any number of things, and my par- I'm the youngest of six, and my parents uh, were bored immediately. Ah. So they were like, uh, go play. And so I did a lot of laps around the small town that I grew up in. I'm I'm also one of six, but we're so spaced out. Oh, that I still kind of had like that little. Where are you in the lineup? I want to hear about St. Louis, but um, I've got uh, two older sisters, right? And then there's me. Uh, My oldest sister's 14 years older than me. Uh, the other sister's three years older than me, but they're both from my parents' previous marriages. Right. So the, the 14-year-old older than you could take you places. Yes. 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 And she did. And she did. Yeah. Well, um, that is awesome. To, to the point where people thought she was like an unwed teenage mother. So <laughs> Thank <is> you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, thanks for taking me anyway. Yeah. Even though you're being judged by society. <laughs> right. When mm. everyone thinks you're an unwed mother. Uh, there was, um, of course, in 2018, who cares? No, not now. Not in the 80s. In the that 80s, St. Louis, there was a lot of judgment. Um, Quite a bit. Now, every every rock has been turned over, yeah. and the judgment is glaring. <laughs> and you're at least like, oh, that's what you are? Oh, good. Good to know. I'm going to take a wide berth around whatever's happening there. Right. Anyway, so, uh, uh, and then you have, uh, obviously, three siblings younger than you. Yes, I've got uh, my brother, who's five years younger than me. Okay. Uh, because I specifically asked for a little brother. Oh, there you go. And goddamn, I got one. <laughs> uh, then I got uh, my uh, the sister after him. They're like they're like seventeen months apart. Like they're right. super, super close together. And then my baby brother, who is so two uh, boys. Yeah, two boys. Four girls. Yeah, four boys, two girls. All right. And my mother uh, had children for ten years in a row. Good lord. Uh, right. And then she died and went to heaven. Which I assume has no children in it. Yeah, and then <laughs> that my should father be automatic. Like, you give <laughs> right. birth to that many children. She's like, let's talk when you're of age. Right. And then my stepmother came into our lives and raised us, and uh, and my father was enormously gifted in picking women. So because uh, they're very nice people, <laughs> and he's uh, 
hit and miss. So, but so they, so your sister was old enough to take you places, and so you guys went and did like circus and and. Well, no, my uh, my dad, I think State secretly Fair. he kind of liked the circus. Oh, there you go. I think that he didn't. He won't. He wouldn't admit it, but uh, he we like we that was our thing. We'd go to the circus, right? He'd get a beer. Yeah, I'd get cotton candy. It was a thing. Right. Um, and so when Sesame Street, when they started, I don't know if this was new maybe because this was the 80s. So maybe they started. I think it just started in the 80s. Yeah. It was new. Yeah. When they started doing like Sesame Street Live. Live. The live performances. Uh, it wasn't so, on ice. No, it wasn't on ice. Okay. I also went to Disney on ice, which is home bullshit. I don't know if they've like improved the technology, <laughs> but me and my older sister went like one time. Yeah. And I think this was around the time when like Aladdin had come out. And uh, Aladdin on ice. Yeah, it was like Aladdin on ice, but it was like Disney All Stars on ice. Okay, so it was like Aladdin, but then they also had like a little bit of like Cinderella or Snow White and, and yeah. Little Mermaid. It was it was not my thing. It was because I, I was there I remember. F- hmm? I want there to be cool ice tricks if there's going to be on ice. It was just like old figure skaters that they, you yeah. know, people who didn't make the Olympics and they just needed a gig and right, and they're just skating and they're yeah. not. We went and saw well. Uh, you're going to eventually get to talk about the Muppets. Uh, but uh, we went, uh, Andy, for Christmas, took me the greatest Christmas present of my life, uh, Cavalier, which was a horse Is that the circus horse dancing, horse thing? dancing circus oh, thing. Oh, shit. All right. It was outstanding. Do they do the prancing, like side by side? They did like, dressage? all kinds of bullshit. And it was the greatest. And the background stuff was amazing and it was in this giant tent that had water and it had rain and it had a screen thing and it had sand and it had horses running and then it had Cirque du Soleil ribbon dancing in the sky uh he i did not look at what the tickets were uh he said that they were actually prohibitively expensive but i would it imagine was, but it was worth it fancy horses anything in, fucking horses yeah anything involving horses is usually pretty expensive very much so yeah because you've you got to buy and pay for horses yeah if you have any like young list if anyone's like under the age of like 25 Live performances <laughs> have evolved. <laughs> like you are, the, you're evolved. living in a golden age. You don't even know, man. right? Because uh, Nita Bose went and saw uh, ice skaters in costume. That's, That's what it. you saw. That's it. And, and then I had it. to because the seats weren't that good, so I had to add like my little Fisher Price. Oh yeah, uh, binoculars. <laughs> so like, I, don't, I can't hardly see anything. And then it's obvious that they aren't singing; they're just they're ice skating. Oh. so they have the the soundtrack playing. Um, as and they're they and they're skate. mouthing the words. Yeah, they're mouthing the words, and you got right. like the guy dressed like the genie, and it was like this is kind of. You know, the only one where I saw that where I saw the mouthing the words that I liked was medieval days or uh, medieval where you go and you get your own Cornish game hen. Oh yeah, and a Pepsi. It's like medieval knights. Medieval knights. Medi- it's medieval down medieval by the times. Medieval, medieval times. times down by the airport. Yeah, and the only reason I wait liked, here in L.A. There's one here. Yeah, yeah. There's one down by the airport. I used to work by the LAX airport. That's maybe it's past the airport. Like okay. in between that and and whatever's next, San okay. Diego. I'm gonna look in. I'm gonna yeah, look, look into, into that, that because here's here's where the sound the the miming of the following the soundtrack yeah. worked. There's a sword fight, and their swords had they had to choreograph it so their swords connected oh. when it went clink. So it was clink clink, and they had obviously practiced. And I was like, okay. And there were horses in that too, uh, which I'm sure it was not cheap. Uh, no, that one was okay, uh, oh, but, okay. Uh, but not not super cheap, but not like crazy Cavalier, which I think it was. I believe it to be three or four hundred dollars a ticket. What? Yes, I believe midnight uh, midnight uh, medieval nights. Yeah. is like fifty to seventy five dollars, uh, which is still not cheap, but not four hundred dollars. Andy, I don't know how much it was, but I assume it was a great deal. Of I, it's just a thousand dollars. It was round up. It was four thousand dollars. We went per... first class. <laughs> we were on the back of six grand <laughs> per ticket. Just keep rising the price. <laughs> we mortgaged our home. It right. was worth every penny. They're taking things today. <laughs> we're still paying it off. Oh my god! So talk to me about. Uh, I don't know why, but I want the levels to stop popping okay. on. I want us to be able to hear each other, but I, I don't want to blow out the ears of my listeners. Okay. Hi, Rangers. You've seen Behind the Curtain. Next up, Muppets. Uh, right. So, so how was Sesame Street It live? was so awesome that I like – I my mother <laughs> – this is so terrible. They took me like multiple times. 
I ranted, raved about it. Oh my gosh. It was just like, it was my thing. Yeah, yeah. And my parents were like, okay, we found something she's like into. Yeah, yeah. And my mom was pregnant with my youngest sister. And I were on September 7th, that's her birthday, because that was also the day that she went into labor and we still had. We had the tickets. Right. And Angie took me. My big sister took me. You still we, went. Yes. Yes. Because I was like, we got. there's already a bunch of us. Right. You don't need me right. to have I'm, this baby. I don't baby. need to be here for that, right? Right. I'm good. I'm like six. What do you need me for? So <laughs> Should I boil water? Go to rip, rip cloths? Right. Make some tea? I don't know. Like I got, I got nothing. I'm not a midwife. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, my dad took my, my mom to like give birth to my sister. And, I'm glad your dad went with uh, your mom. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I gotta get a beer. She's gotta get cotton candy. <laughs> right. We got a thing. We gotta see the Sesame Street thing. Sorry. So was it was that sketches or was it a lot of songs or was it was it interactive? Did they invite kids onto the stage? From what I can remember, it was just uh it was songs and sketches. I don't remember them like bringing any children on stage or anything like that. That would have been neat. uh but it was like a lot of crowd stuff, like you know, hokey pokey. Oh right, right. I yeah. uh, call and repeat kind of Yeah, yeah. 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 Like you You're keep like... the kids over there. Right. We got, we're, <laughs> we're busy. They're probably drunk in the suit. <laughs> we're at work. Probably uh, it wouldn't be safe. Right. Um, <laughs> so then one time they um uh they bought tickets for me and my little brother. I don't even know if he remembers this, but we got it was like this VIP behind the scenes, Ooh. like um, uh, like a dinner, because um, uh, the St. Louis Arena was also where they had like the St. Louis Blues hockey game. Okay, and all the other major, you know, right. So there. it's kind of a conference center, right? So yeah. they had kind of a VIP restaurant area, kind of off the beaten yeah. path, I guess. And so they offered this VIP package where like, for you and your kid can go and like have dinner with people in the people in the suit right i refuse to say with the muppets right because it was clearly well, like wait were they life-size people in suits yeah they were like humans they were like oh. adult actor oh, like disney people. characters yes okay yeah. and they're in their suit so, so it wasn't like you sitting at a table and then next to you was a was oh, a tiny that, puppet that'd be so cool that would have been the way to do that, that. they should have done that but again 80s 80s yeah they're probably doing it now yeah right live it up they're probably doing it probably have like ipads and all kinds of cool shit to say like your name and stuff i don't even now i want to go if they're still doing yeah if they're still actually i want to buy that. like a ticket for 2018 and see right. like what they how they've up if you it. get a ticket yeah email me I, we'll go together so with, yeah be like because clearly i have missed the live muppet thing at the at the hollywood bowl it was so good too right if they do it again, just please. yeah, yeah, just cancel whatever road gig I had going. Yeah, just cancel it and go. Like I remember meeting a because you know when you're a kid and they're on stage and you're kind of far away, so they're still small visually. Mm-hmm. So you can still be like, oh, they're yeah puppets. But then like up close, you're like, this is an adult. Like this, yeah, this guy's like my dad's height, right? And he's <laughs> like Elmo. What the? What is right? This? But and I think I remember even saying it. We took a picture with uh, Telly. From Sesame Street. Which one's Telly? Telly is the purple monster. Uh, I think he has like a blue nose who's really into triangles. Oh. He's like, that's his thing. Triangles are his thing. Triangles. All right. And I remember we took like a picture. It was like me and my little brother and Telly. And I was like, I know you're just like a guy in a suit. It's oh. cool. I'm so excited. <laughs> <But I was laughs> like, How old like, were you? I think it was maybe eight. I think it was yeah. like seven or eight at that time. There's nothing more brutal than an eight-year-old. Yeah. To just yeah. be like, hey, listen, I know this is a gig. My ad, my ad, my ad. I'm about to do an ad. Hello, Rangers. This ad is for the Fab Fit Fun box. Right now, you can get the summer editor box. Sign up for Fab Fit Fun today and if you use my code DOR, you get $10 off your first box. So go to FabFitFun.com to sign up and start getting the box for a life well lived. You use the promo code DORK and get $10 off your first box. And it's over $200 worth of stuff for only $39.99. It's a seasonal subscription box for women or anybody who want new products for things that are makeup oriented and fitness oriented and stuff like that. It's delivered four times a year for $49.99 a box. And then the editor's box is available for purchase in between. I'm going to tell you about items that I received uh, in my FabFitFun box. One was called Foreo Luna. It's a facial cleaning brush, but it comes with an app. So get this. It measures uh, your skin moisture. Uh, It reveals your skin age. 
I'm uh, excited to use it because my skin age should be 52, almost 53 years old. What do you think? Every, everything comes with different stuff. Everyone comes with hand cream and spongele. Go use the code DORK at fabfitfun.com and get the summer editor's box. Let's get back into the show. Hello, I, w- I went to an eight-year-old birthday party once. Uh, it was one of Andy's young cousins, and the kids were like five to eight. And... Uh, there was a magician, and he was really actually quite good. But there was uh, there was one kid in the front row just doing this the whole time. Thumbs oh, down. he was giving him a thumbs down. Yeah, I was oh. like, uh, I would kick that kid out. I would. It's yeah, that's not. It's not cool. It's uh, <laughs> that's so rude. But Super- eight, eight is when the veneer starts to kind of crack, slide off. A you realize bit. things about Santa. You realize yeah, the sarcasm fairy. is the greatest thing in the world. Yeah, it's really when. Between 8 and 12, when you're about 12 years old, is when you should read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> Luckily, I still celebrated sarcasm when I was 19, and I thoroughly enjoyed Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I, I enjoyed the film. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love the movie. Yeah. A lot of people don't like the movie. See, I liked it. Uh, I wasn't going to see it, and then I saw Most Deaf was in it, and I'm a big Most Deaf fan. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, acting in a, in a like, this is going to be different. <laughs> and he did an amazing job. Yeah. He's a great actor. He is a good actor. I was, I was it's uh, blown away. Yeah. This is um so uh here's my next uh here's my we can get back to old school mm-hmm. um Muppets, but uh did you see the Melissa McCarthy Muppet movie that's coming out? Happy Something Murder? <sighs> I did. With the I, silly string in the tra- in the trailer, I saw that. Here's here's <laughs> the thing. Listen, Melissa, baby, uh, I know <laughs> she's listening. I know. <laughs> Look, she's hit and miss. You got a gig. I understand. You got to yeah. gig it. Bills got to be paid. But um, I don't. I guess because I like the Muppets so much. When I saw that, first it's like a lot of prostitution uh, jokes in the trailer. I the have- trailer feels like it's all one dick joke. They're yeah. like, we're going to make the Muppets dirty. We're just going to cram every dick joke. Possible. Right. And if the whole thing is that, that's going to be super disappointing because it, it was funny for a minute and a half, but for an hour and a half, I'm going to be, I'm, it's sort of like cards against humanity. I like it, yeah. but I can only play it three times cause I hang out with comics and, and I'm that like, is a live action Cards Against Humanity. Yes, which is constantly riffing and saying something horrible. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. you're like, that, no, I get it. It was shocking and funny once. And then, okay, now try to figure out what that person thinks is hilarious. Third, second time. And then third time, well, I'm bored now. Let's just play apples to apples. But the thing about the, the it's like Happy Time Murders. That's it. Is the name of the yeah. title. It, it seems like the Muppets were always had a bit of it had an air of like adult humor which is one of the things that i like so much about it as right. a kid and that it still holds up yeah you know as an adult it's like it doesn't have to you know go into like silly There's string nothing. you know cum shots yeah for like two and a half minutes right it's just like hey this is you can make a joke i don't know i'm trying to think of like a good example of uh I, at the live show um you know kermit it's like now remember some of you uh, are the only ties your family has to Hollywood. So keep that in mind as I introduce my nephew and his three friends. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like, oh, Hollywood nepotism. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you don't have to make a dick joke. No. For that. No. You, you know? could just... You, yeah, it's and I'm a fan of dick jokes. I don't, I don't want no, no, the nobody, dick joke community to, to think that I don't stand, stand with them <laughs> because I do. I'm an ally <laughs> of the dick joke community. Oh my god, I became dizzy that that I didn't breathe long enough to laugh at that joke. Good for you, uh, <laughs> dick joke community ally. Yeah, fantastic. Um, Right, yeah, I know, and but my thing with Melissa McCarthy is that she is a little hit and miss anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I think Paul Feig did a really good job directing her. Mm-hmm. And he directed that? No, he didn't direct. I don't think he directed that one. Oh, okay. Uh, he directed The Heat, and I think he directed Spy and Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters. Yeah, the new and Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters and The Heat were amazing. Yeah, for me. Spy and Bridesmaids. Um, he might have directed Bridesmaids. I think he did. Yeah, Bridesmaids, uh, Bridesmaids was good. Um, uh, whatever the other one I just mentioned was Spy. good. Spy was the one Sp- with uh, uh, Jason. Yes, Bateman maybe. Not Bateman. Mm-hmm. No, that was 
The one with Jason Bateman was an identity, was identity thief. Right, and I couldn't even watch that. Yeah. I have a hard time with Jason Bateman. I like Jason Bateman. Oh, do you like Jason Bateman? Because I, 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 like, I like he's such a deadpan. I'm also, uh, I didn't know of him as a child actor. I became familiar with his work uh, through Arrested Development. There and you go. I really, really like him. And I think him. I had a problem with Arrested Development in general mm-hmm. because um, Jeffrey Tambor reminded me of my dad so much. Ah, that I couldn't watch it. It was sort of like the Royal Tannenbaums. I know it's really well done. Yeah. But I'm like, no, I live that. I can't. <laughs> I can't watch that. You're like, that's too real. Too real. No, too much you. for me. So, yeah. But, um, so I want to like, you know what? I'll give Jeffrey uh, Bateman or Jason Bateman mm-hmm. another shot. Him and Matthew McConaughey. Sure. I'll give he them was, both uh, another shot. If you want a, a good Jason Bateman uh, movie, but also like a chaser, Charlie okay. Day is is in it as the kind of like the chaser to the okay. the straight man. Okay, uh, horrible bosses. Oh, I okay. Haven't, I haven't seen the sequel, but the first one was wacky and it's fun. Pretty, it's pretty good. Okay, it is pretty good. That'll that, do. That's my own personal opinion. Sure, it's pretty good. Well, who else's opinion you gonna give right well, here on the Dark sure, Forest? Sure. It's gonna be you, Randy, it's be- down at the check cashing place. <laughs> said it's a great movie. And I think Randy down at the check cashing place has this to say about Paddington too. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be great. Everyone I think they should me- use quotes from just random people in movies, <laughs> just like that. everyone. Keeps- Barbara from <laughs> Ralph's. Everyone keeps telling me to see Paddington too, so I put it on my DVD queue because mm-hmm. we still get a disc that we ignore for years, mm-hmm. and then uh, so now we're going to ignore Paddington too. That'll okay. be fun for us. Eat a marmalade sandwich. Eat a is that a Paddington thing? I think it is. A, he eats marmalade sandwiches. I missed uh, the uh, original marmalade. Marmalade because he's British. British. Yeah. Well, fair enough. And uh, we shouldn't do accents. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, by the way, I am talking to Nia Debose. It is at lol Nia Debose at Nia underscore Debose. Uh, NiaDebose.com has all your Nia Debose needs. So there you go. Oh, you're gonna you started the podcast that you haven't released yet, but yeah. might come out in July when this comes out. Yeah, exactly. So please listen to the Debose podcast. My first, uh, it's there's some, like two episodes on my website right now. Oh, is there? so by the time this comes out, there might be three. There may be maybe three, and there a could half. be five. Who knows? Right. What is it? Uh, it's basically just me interviewing folks. Oh, um, like I know you have like the Dork Forest podcast, right? Where people saying things that they're like dorky about. Yep. Uh, I'm just trying to find people who have like interesting, just just in general, interesting life stuff. Oh, oh, kind of their own lives. Yeah, like a personal experience. Yeah, kind like of people in LA don't like to talk about their like. They like to talk about like what they've crafted about themselves, like that little oh the pitch kind of veneer, yeah. yeah. But I want to know like what's what makes you you? What's that murky weird shit you don't really like to? Yeah, you know? like my first the per- the first person I interviewed was my father, uh, who's now passed away. Uh, he robbed banks before I was born. Wow, and that was an interesting story. I'm so glad that you interviewed him and got that hour. <sighs> I think Man. you told me that the last episode that you did. Yeah, I think I had just done that. it. I think, yeah, I, at that I think point. you had just done it. Yeah. Because so. I, I was under the impression that he had only robbed like a bank. <laughs> like, one, like one. And then did he like, get caught? And I got caught and I learned my lesson. Like, no, no. He robbed like <laughs> multiple banks. <laughs> he was a bank robber. Yes. It turns out on his resume. There that's would be what that. it is. There would be, it would be like asset alleviator, I guess, would you put on your <laughs> Where you want to jazz it up for LinkedIn. Yeah. And uh, he's like, and I also enjoy circuses. <laughs> right. And I like <laughs> having a beer with my daughter at the circus. At the circus. She gets popcorn or candy, uh, uh, cotton candy. Thank you. And uh, yeah. Yes. So. Uh, yeah, I am a little worried about this new Muppet movie. Uh, mm-hmm. I, now, what about the Muppet movies? Oh, I love the Muppet movie. And first, I think the Happy Time Murders, maybe it's part of like a publicity stunt, but I, I think the uh, Jim Henson Company, right? I think they were they were moving to sue, um, which is Brian Henson, Jim Henson's son's production company, yeah, f- who pr- produced uh, the Happy Time Murders, oh. saying that they like it, it goes against our brand and and this is too similar the puppet style. Oh, it's like too similar to, you know, Muppets to the Muppets, and you know, oh, because it's actually not a Muppet movie. No, it is a puppet. It's a, movie. It's, it's a puppet movie styled like the Muppets. They look a lot like Muppets. Yes, I thought it was a Muppet movie. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a dirty Muppet movie, which is why the Jim Henson Company was like, "We don't want you to think it's a dirty." Yeah, we'll make Muppet. some weird acid trippy. You know, they will crystal labyrinth stuff, but yeah, certainly not jizz and puppets. Come on, now. <laughs> right? Even though that silly string scene was ridiculous and funny, it, really was. it was, but nice. And then, so okay, 
Now, I, every year, watch Christmas Carol, the Muppet Christmas Carol, uh, because it's John Cleese and Muppets, and it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. You love that one? I enjoy it. I saw it in theaters when it came out. Oh, very nice. Um, if I had to pick, like, my favorite Muppet movie. Right. There's the original, which is, of course, where you get your standard rich and famous contract when you come to Hollywood. Right. That's one of the greatest. That's got a lot of potential, that one. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, the one where I – what is the title of it? I, I'm going to have to look it up. Where um, one of my favorite characters is Pepe the Prawn. Because oh, my God. Pepe the Prawn is a delight. Yes. He's not a, he's not a shrimp. He's a prawn. He's a prawn. He's a jumbo prawn. And uh, that, there's there's a the opening scene is like it starts with they're playing like the brick house by the Commodores. Yeah, and it's like Miss Piggy getting all jazzed up, getting yeah, dressed. It wasn't spa- Muppets in space? It wasn't Muppets in space because she walks out of the walks out of the house, walks through the kitchen, past uh, the two hecklers. Uh, oh right, uh, the Wardoff and and uh, Astoria and his, yeah, no, no, I'm that's kidding. Not, that's the hotel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and they're like, "Well, looks like breakfast is over." He said, "Why is that? Because the bacon just ran out." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I want Thomas. It's a ridiculous joke, but I do love those guys because they're the dumbest joke, the and then they laugh <laughs> and they laugh and they laugh, and they, but yet they still go. They right? still go to their shows every show. They're still there, <laughs> you know. They they even have a box seat. They do, and they did at the Hollywood. Uh, oh, at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, did they? Yeah, they did they the should... cutaways where they're like actually in a box seat. Oh. Uh, in like the little VIP yes. area. Yes. Yeah. It's it's just it includes so much. The Muppets includes so much about show business. You've got the 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 hopefuls like Fozzie the Bear. Mm. You know, he just wants he just wants a chance to prove he's funny. Right? You he know? really does. You've got the actual like production crew. Right, right the backstage guys. Yeah. The, yeah. It it, it <laughs> the hecklers up front and yep. in the audience. You got the hecklers. It it encompasses everything. Yeah. And and Kermit producing, you got a diva. Oh yes, Miss you have Piggy. the diva Miss Piggy. Yes, you know there's there's so much, and I, I like that that Kermit amongst all of them. He's he's hopeful, mm-hmm. but he knows what he's dealing with. Right, he's also he's, slightly yeah. He's, he's self aware. Yeah, he's stressed out. Stressed out all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's his go to. Yeah, dealing it's with a, these misfits. Yes. But he loves to put on a show. Yeah. Yep. He's a producer, man. He's a producer. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see a version of The Producers Ooh. done in Muppets. That would be kind of amazing, that actually. Would be amazing. I wonder who would be the Matthew Broderick or There's Nathan th- Lane. <laughs> what is, um, I don't know. I don't know how to cast that. Yeah. Were there, were there famous people at the Hollywood Bowl? Like yes. live action peoples? Yeah, there was... Um, like, did the, Barbara Streisand show up? Oh, my God. If, <laughs> that would have been amazing. If Barbara, can you imagine? My God. Oh, we, Barbara. People would have lost their fucking minds. If Barbara freaking Streisand. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if I can handle it. I'm not a big Barbara Streisand fan. I just enjoy saying Barbara, like from <laughs> Coffee Talk. Um, I, I'm i trying to find the... Um, his name is Bobby. He was on Saturday Night Live. Well, I got Bobby Lee. He was on Mad TV. No, not not Bobby <laughs> Lee. Um, let's see, SNL Bobby. I should have had my little my head should have had notes. Bobby Moynihan. Oh, yeah, okay. Bobby Moynihan. He was kind of like the uh, co-host of the of the show. Okay, yeah, that's the one that I remember. Um, as far as other famous people, I actually don't remember because I was so caught up in the Muppets. Fair enough. Yeah, John Hamm was at my show not last night but the night before. Mm-hmm. He's also from St. Louis. Is he? Mm-hmm. He is um, uh, very handsome, still to this day. Yeah, he's like right. he's in his fifties now, right? Right. I think he's aged. Uh, he's aged okay. Okay. Yeah, still very fit. Mm-hmm. Seems like a handsome gentleman. Uh, he came to see Todd Berry. I was opening for him. Cool. And it was uh, thank God he came to the Friday show. His <laughs> last night's show just okay. <laughs> Not what I'm looking for in was- a stand-up set. <laughs> Uh, they were qu- they were quiet. They were waiting for Todd Berry. So obviously waiting for Todd Berry. Wow! And I hate it, sets like that. It was a lot. It was a lot of work. And uh, and I was looking at him. And I was like, I know that inside you're having a good time as you patiently wait for the guy that you want to see. Right. But I want to uh, poke all of you in the nose because <laughs> uh, you're killing me. <laughs> I went so far into the vault that I went to like 1997. I was wow. like, anybody need anything in an eight and a half? I'm already way back here. Something in a red shoe? <laughs> so, so, 
Just checking the back. How about that Monica Lewinsky, huh? Exa- oh. oh my gosh, I heard this. <laughs> uh, there's that, I don't know why I've weeded off, but uh, the comedy festival in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Rich Little uh, headlined it. Remember Rich Little? Rich Little. Rich Little uh, does impressions, or did them, in mm-hmm. the 60s and 70s. And he actually did the press, uh, that press lunch the year after Colbert made everybody sad. Uh, what, like Michelle is, Wolf did this year. Is he also, does he also do like a little political humor with the hat? Yep. He were, is that him? Except for that, it's, uh, so he did, uh, I, this I is, love that, like, no one, this is audio, so I, no one saw the fact I that don't know about the hat, the but motion he did do political, and he would do like, um, he did Gerald Ford and Richard Nixon and, okay. And, <clears throat> this year, 2018, he was uh, in Nebraska doing the comedy festival in Johnny Carson's hometown, and he was headlining. And he pulled out his – I got this text from a comic who was there. Uh, he goes, hey, Rich Little just pulled out his Ronald Reagan impression. And I all I did was text back, did he make it topical? Did he bring it up to date? One word response, never heard from the guy again. He goes, nope. And nice. uh, I was like, gutsy stuff. Rich Little. Wow. Uh, I want to know how the crowd reacted. I mean, were yeah. they into it? I don't know. No? I don't know. Probably uh, not. The audience sometimes uh, are so wowed when they see someone famous, they cut them a lot of slack. Though I did see an audience get super mad at Jimmy J.J. Walker one time <laughs> uh, because he did that drive through Braille joke. You know the drive through Braille at the ATM joke? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm I know exactly what you're talking about. He did that joke with no twist, and the audience was literally, they were sophisticated enough that they were like, oh, there's going to be a twist. There's going to be a twist. Then there was no twist, and I literally saw them all pout as a group. Wow. Because they were like, Fine. And then they listened to the rest of his set, and then they were grumpy for me because he insisted on uh, emceeing so he could ruin the show immediately. I did not know Mm. uh, that that was originally a Jimmy J.J. Walker joke. Nope. If at all. It is not. It is not? No, no. uh, We're going to say that is parallel thinking of everyone in 1984. There you go. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Cuz I'm familiar with that joke from a comic that when I first first started doing comedy. Right. And when, when did you start? Like early I, 2000s? Yeah, early or? I started in like 2006. Okay. And and yeah, the People guy, still doing that 2006. That's when Jimmy was doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, it's funny, but nope. <laughs> like, and there's no new blind famous people to reference. No. Uh, so we still have to go with uh, Stevie, Stevie Wonder, Wonder and uh, Ray Charles, who died. Which was, but like, in 1984, it was Ray Charles. Okay, that's the first time I heard it. Do we have any new blind famous people? I don't think we do. We got to get on that. We got Mad. We got Mart Mart the deaf. The the deaf actress who's real cool. Oh yeah, uh, Marley uh, Maitland. Mar- Mar- Marley Maitland. Yeah, Marley Maitland. I think <laughs> something was like name. that. Yeah, people. Hi. No, I don't know names. You the, know that. Rangers. This is the the 1985 episode <laughs> of, the, of the Dork Wars podcast. <laughs> right. So, but I I didn't like Spaceballs. Let's get back to Muppets. I'll go right fucking back to topical. Muppets. Right. Uh, I'll, I'll come back to it. But I didn't like Spaceballs. Mm-hmm. Not Spaceballs, but uh, Muppets in Space. Muppets in Space. I thought it was like. Spaceballs, too late. The window had shut, and they screwed it up. But, um, but like in the Happy Murder Times, I think they already did that, but with, adult, like you said, adult content, but not filthy. In Roger Rabbit, yeah, Roger. Okay, the thing about Roger Rabbit, though. I think it had the the novelty of like combining animation with people with with live action, which is the what the Muppets did originally. Yeah, I thought that was that. Was well, the, no, no, they they didn't they didn't have any animation. No, but mi- mixing yeah. puppets with real people. Yeah, but and see, making with puppets it, that's like tangible. You know, touch. At least people are real. Yeah. But the thing is, is like when when like you saw it and you were watching the puppets talk, right? Yeah, right. You weren't like when it was Bobby and uh, and yeah. Kermit co-hosting. Mm-hmm. You looked at Kermit. You didn't look yes. at Kermit's handler. No. Right. No. And so I don't know. They're called handlers. I, I think but, uh, they're they're Muppeteers. Oh, Muppeteers. Yeah. But even watching that, you're like, okay, you can really appreciate how much work. Like goes into operating a, a the, the Muppets. It's not just uh, you know just kind of holding your hand up and flapping your hand around. It really is like a very labor intensive thing because and they're in such a small space because of the set. So if they're doing let's say a conga line, uh, it's not just 
you know. Oh my gosh, you're conga line of, of Muppets. Yeah. Everybody's it, shoulder to shoulder down yeah, there. Yeah, you're, sho- you're like crunched up next to another person and then your arm, like your arm pits in somebody else's <laughs> face and it really does look like, you know, a very like close quarters yeah, yeah. type of thing. And on top of that, you're uncomfortable because you're holding your hand above your head and then for you're- For an hour. For, yeah, or, or longer. Right. And then something, well, not all of them- exhausting. Yeah, you're not just Kermit. You can be your Kermit, Fozzie. You know, it's oh, maybe because right, a lot of people are cr- um, doing more than one Muppet. That's right. Yeah, so you're not just your your Muppet. So you were the Muppeteers fit? Did it? Did they look? They look like, yeah, no they one looked. Look, yeah, and they look pretty trim. But trim. they were also wearing all black, and it was kind of <laughs> far away, so I could also be. <laughs> <laughs> black is slimming yeah. and you were uh far away did you still have those fisher price i uh, did not have that fisher price uh binoculars binoculars you no. went with a different yeah Badock. but now that they have such big screens oh now, they do jumbo screens yeah they got the jumbo screen so you don't even have to like bring any did they jumbo screen the muppeteer and the muppet no no they just you can tell muppet. that like if you're looking on the stage you know you, you, what you see is what you get yep but if you decide to look at the screen it's obviously cropped to where you're just seeing the the puppet that is awesome. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I need to see more Muppets in my life. I'm just, do me a favor yes. <laughs> during this program and Google Muppet movies. Ah. How many Muppet movies are there? Muppet, a lot. Because there's, because uh, I know that the Christmas Carol movie. Right. There's Muppets in Space. Mm-hmm. There's uh, Muppets Go to Hollywood. What? Oh, there's, wait, there's the original, the Muppet movie. Let's see. Muppet movie. Oh, the the new one was the Muppets Go to Hollywood. Yeah. And that was with that Jason was Bateman. Jason Bateman, and I think also with Tina Fey. No, yes. Jason, Jason Seagal was in the one prior to, I don't think Jason Bateman was in that one. Oh, it was a different Jason. Because that also had Amy Adams. Okay. Uh, and featured, quite honestly, one of the best scenes. Like, I'm also a big uh, Spike Lee fan. Okay. And there's a, a, just about most Spike Lee films, there's a scene Always, where like the protagonist is like moving forward, but it it looks like they've put the actor on like a kind of like a rolling oh yeah board. So he's just he or she uh, moving forward as yeah. though they're not walking, but the but floating, but floating. Yeah. So they do something similar in a Muppet in a Muppet movie. <laughs> um, like one of the excuse me, one of the um, one of the the character Walter uh, just like freaks out yeah and just like runs out <laughs> runs out of like a room just screaming at the top of his lungs and it's it, they had it styled like spike oh Lee my god it. <laughs> and you're like i know that that film work that it's, camera work it's a double all reference yes. oh my god and he's Man. just like screaming at the top of his lungs and uh i, I remember like finding that clip and posting it online like uh, there was a job i had I used to work at a casino where people would ask for like free cigarettes. They'd ask for like a cigarette oh, comp. Yeah. Like, this is how I felt. When they would ask <laughs> for free cigarettes. <laughs> Just like running down the street, ah! like screaming at the top of my lungs. My ad, my ad, my ad. I'm about to do an ad. Hey guys, it's Jackie Cation. And here's the sad this week, which is Tomboy X, which is underwears and under things and a swimsuit that I'm waiting any minute to receive. It's like a bodysuit, but it's a swimsuit, but it has shorts and a top and it's a onesie. I'm very much looking forward to it. You go to tomboyx.com slash dork and you check out their special bundles and pack pricing. And the Dork Forest listeners get an extra 15% off with the code dork. Uh, yeah, get some new underwear, you guys. And uh, get Tomboy X underwear. And they're functional, very cool-looking underwear. I am kind of excited to get my new unders. Uh, They also have um, bikinis. They have briefs. They have boxer briefs. They have trunks, boy shorts. They have soft bras, racerback bras. Basic colors, seasonal prints, brilliant colors. Everything comes in extra small to 4X. So regardless where you fall on the size or, or even gender spectrum, Tomboy X offers amazing underwear that anybody feels comfortable in. Go to tomboyx.com slash dork and get 15% off with the code dork. Let's get back into the show. I just also remembered the other thing that I loved about Sesame Street with the Muppets Mm -hmm. is when they do parodies of, uh, of TV shows. Yes. The home. That was also and the, the live Muppet show. Oh, do they do some of those? Yeah. They had their own Netflix. Oh my God. Yeah. They made like a, a whole video about like a Netflix queue of, uh, of of different shows, different shows. What? Yeah. <laughs> I am devastated that I missed this. It's uh but Home Lamb 
is because uh, Br- Brandy Brown was on the show and her dorkdom was uh, the state fair. And then we weeded off for some reason into, or maybe it was a previous episode where she did the s- Supreme Court and then weeded off for some the reason. The Supreme Court? Yeah. Oh, I know. Her dorkdom was the Supreme Court and she talked about how Sotomayor was on Sesame Street. Ah. And there was a great scene with her and one of the little girls. Uh, little girl Muppets mm-hmm. and the little girl uh, and Sotomayor said well what do you want to be when you grow up and uh, she goes I want to be a princess and Sotomayor goes you know that's not a job and uh, she's like well what do you do and she said I'm a lawyer and a judge and she's like well maybe I'll be a lawyer and a judge and it was very sweet uh, there was more to it and it was funnier than that right uh, but context but context and then and I like just like Teaching little girls like that's not a career path. That's right. Not not everybody's going to marry Prince Harry. He's already married. Yeah, sorry. There's just the one. And uh, who was who did I see the other night? He was on the show. God dang it! He did the Dork Forest as well, and I did two podcasts with him in a week. Anyway, uh, it's a great story, you guys. It doesn't have an end. Uh, (laughs) Email me. I'll try to remember the hell I'm talking about. Tell me what you know. Okay, there are according to the internet there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Muppet full on Muppet movie. movies. I feel like there should be more though. Well, so which ones name them off? Okay, so <clears throat> you've got <laughs> The Muppets Take Manhattan. Oh, in right. 1984. Manhattan. The Great Muppet Caper in 1981. Right. I guess it should start like they're not chronological. Hold on. That's okay. The Muppet Movie 1979. The Great Muppet Caper 1981. The Muppets Take Manhattan 1984. Uh, Muppet Treasure Island, which was a good one, 1996. Right. I think it featured like Tim Curry. I think he yeah. was in there. The Muppet Christmas, 1992. Yep. Simply The Muppets, 2011. That was the one I was talking about with Jason Segal and oh, okay. uh, Amy Adams. Um, the Muppets Most Wanted. That's the one with Steve Carell and Tina Fey. Oh, that's And Ricky it. Gervais is in it, but mm, mm. whatever. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Muppets from Space. That's it. 1999. Okay. Uh, what are your like? You're right about Treasure Island. I I haven't seen that one in forever. Yeah, I haven't seen that one in a long time. A lot of these, I, but actually I think saw, they did a nice job. Yeah, well, yeah from what I remember, because I remember you know Tim Curry. Uh, a lot of those, with the exceptions of the ones that came out before I was born, 1979, 1981. Right. Uh, I actually got a chance to see in theaters, and I think Muppets from Space is that the one with Jeffrey Tamborn? I think he's in that one too. Oh, Muppets from Space? Yeah. I, think I would not be surprised. That actually sounds, that resonates somehow. Muppets from Space being with Jeffrey Tambor. But. Is um, it Tambor? Yeah, Jeffrey Tambor. Yeah. Jeffrey yeah. Tambor is in it because he plays like a, uh, I think he's like a government agent. Of course. And he, his assistant is a bear. Of course he is. is. <laughs> and, um, I, I, and at one point they make a, a bear in the air joke but any chance any chance i don't, I don't remember radio but i remember it was his job to calm jeffrey down oh my god like, just remember just baby steps remember baby steps <laughs> <laughs> just a pissed off jeffrey tamborn but i remember actually uh wanting when i saw the bear i was like if i get a chance to make a movie with muppets i want that bear I you need, want that bear i need that bear not fozzy fozzy i can i can Right, that's uh, that's been anthropomorphized too much. Just a regular, it was a regular bear. Just that a regular talked. bear. Yeah. All right. It, yeah, it wasn't like a waka waka. Like right, I'm it wasn't a jokes. bear in a vest. You just, just a guy with a job. Just happened to be a bear. Just happened to be a bear. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like <laughs> he's a he's a he's an assistant. Right. He, right. You know, had he's a, a PA. He's got to get his Jeffrey yeah, Tambor's car washed gotta, and gotta, talk gotta, him down off the ledge. He's got a got a got a lease on a Toyota. Right. You know, he's just <laughs> just a regular dude. Happens to be a bear. <laughs> oh my god i like the fact that you're watching the different muppet shows going i'm gonna want that bear yeah i'm gonna need do you want to do something with kermit oh my i love kermit i feel like kermit is i i, I can relate to kermit i know i right. understand what it's like i just want to put together this show without right. any goddamn problems right but <laughs> what i like is that kermit seems to be a real real sane kind yes. of Al-Anon kind He's of guy a very where he lets it go yeah yeah. He's a very like pragmatic mm-hmm. and, and responsible, right? But respectful and concerned. Yes, wants to address your problems. Yes, and if he and, can't and has fix solutions, them, has solutions. But if he can't fix them, well, I guess that can't be fixed. Yeah, you're just gonna have to kind of live and let live on that one. <laughs> and I like that. I like Me that too. about Kermit. Me too. And when he gets super frustrated, he does like the little yeah. 
like kind of crunches up his mouth. There was a weird one that just one of the newer ones had him and um, oh, the new Muppet TV show. Do you remember the new Muppet TV show that didn't work? Yes, because I went to uh, the WGA. I went to the Writers Guild yeah. uh, library, and I looked up the scripts for them. Oh, there you go. Yep. To, in hopes that just to kind maybe of... Maybe I'll spec. Yeah. Maybe I'll spec this. Maybe. And it, what's that? It went off the air. Okay. I didn't know. <laughs> uh, well, it wasn't very good, uh, though I guess it shook out and got better. But I genuinely, I think I watched the first two episodes, and the and what creeped me out... Mm. Does it make any sense that this is where the line was drawn? Kermit and Piggy are married mm-hmm. or divorced or something. And they have children and the the frogs are pink and the pigs are green. And I was like, "No, in Christmas Carol, they had uh they had pig daughters and frog sons and <laughs> there's no continuity <laughs> and i want there to be continuity um, wasn't that when they like divorced there was like the the whole uh the, to promote that show uh i remember yeah. this because they were trying to make it seem like he had they gotten a divorce and he had taken up with another like younger pig right it was some sort of me too moment yeah uh, prior to me too yeah that he had like but here's the thing I feel like Kermit deserves better. I said it. That's right. I said it. Because Miss <laughs> Piggy, it's like almost an abusive relationship. It really feels like an abusive relationship. Like she's so so pushy and demanding and mean to him sometimes. And it's just like, right. Kermit, know your worth. You don't have You're, to put up with this. Right, I know it. Find someone who, who likes you and yeah. respects you. Not someone who's just, it, it doesn't have to be this, it doesn't have to be passionless. Yeah. And this passion, I think, was negative sometimes. Yeah, with, the with like Piggy karate and, chopping and yeah, all of that. Right, there's no hitting. Yeah, that's yeah. just, that's mean. Right. You should like, you should cherish your partner. Exactly. And I'm not even going on this whole like, he should stick with his own kind. <laughs> Like, no, find another, find another pig no. who loves you. Exactly. Who if you, you right. like pigs, please let the frog pig love happen. Right. Because you're Muppets. Right. And uh, it can be whatever. And I, I don't know, maybe much like in Deadpool 1, uh, when... <laughs> I never saw Deadpool. Well, let me tell you about Deadpool, is that it's uh, really dumb and really, really funny. Okay. And um, they're both... and and. Kind of have a good heart. Uh, the the Deadpool one was entirely about narcissism, uh-huh. because uh, the the Deadpool character um, Wade Wilson is super supposedly super handsome. Mm-hmm. I think that that Ryan Gosling is a, a no. It's Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, whatever. Again, same Ryan. This is the same thing. Uh, All the actors in Hollywood, the same guy. They I just like change the eyebrows. <laughs> it's just it's, it's just a lot of super dude. They all do a lot of sit-ups. Congratulations. They all do a lot of sit-ups. They're all very handsome. It's all working out for them. All the Chris's, all I the I hope Ryan's. you enjoy all that boiled chicken breast. Because that, you know that's oh, all they eat. It is. I had a friend of mine tell me the other day, she's working three weeks on this sitcom. And I said, and she said, I'm, it's really, really fun, but I don't think I could ever do a movie. And I said, why not? She said, because I'm hungry for three weeks. I don't think I could be hungry for three months. Oh, God. And I was like, what? And she said, yeah, they... I, I I ate something and I didn't fit into the 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 outfit and they had to they were they were upset a little bit and they were upset and I was like were they upset or were you just hungry right and she goes oh <laughs> I think they were a little upset and I was a lot hungry <laughs> oh my god I think they must have said one thing and she's starving herself to death. What was she wearing? Like some kind of just an outfit, and but it was like a two, and she was no. in between a two and a four now, and so she was like, I, and for continuity, she had to be in the two. Really? Yeah. And so, what did she eat? Like she, a cashew? Like, well, she what's... must have had a sandwich or something, like, and it was too much because she's supposed to just eat boiled chicken breasts. And um, anyway, so Ryan, I, whoever, very right. handsome, one of the Ryans, one of the Ryans is in Deadpool. <laughs> And he is good looking. Um, and uh, But the whole premise of the Wade Wilson Deadpool movie is that he is proud of what he looks like. Mm-hmm. And when he gets all scarred up and burned and stuff, he's like, he, nobody can see him. Nobody can see him. Cause, and it's all about vanity. And so it's an interesting superhero theory because he's not particularly, he's not much of a superhero. I feel like you're just describing Spawn. Oh really? <laughs> like this the, the, the '90s? That is a uh, '90s movie? the '90s film. Like, well, it was based on the comic book. Yeah, yeah. But like Michael Jai White played Spawn, and he was all burnt up. And, yeah, 
And so uh, uh, Deadpool's girlfriend, when she sees him at the end of the program, at the end of the movie, he's like, he takes his mask off and she looks at him and she goes, well, after a period of adjustment and several cocktails, uh, that is <laughs> definitely a face that I'd be willing to sit on. So wow. It's, uh, right, right. That's the joke. All right. And it's a, again, the dick joke community. Right. We're, we're allies. We're supporting. <laughs> we're and, supporting the dick joke community. I want to be, be a dick joke ally. Uh, so uh, I think I am already. But um, it was in your heart all along. It was in all, our, all of our hearts. And, but, the, uh, um, but that was... The point of that story was that I wish I had gotten, with some adjustment and possibly uh, a candy bar, uh, <laughs> I would have gotten used to uh, green pigs and um, pink frogs because they're Muppets and they're and it shouldn't matter. Right. Right. But also, if you hadn't seen the previous film. Right. Maybe that was my problem. Then was you, the you wouldn't problem. have like that point of reference. Mm-hmm. Like That's something that I think like. I don't know, like with the Muppets, I can kind of suspend, like I could, I could suspend disbelief. My disbelief. Yeah, but uh, one thing I couldn't suspend my my line, my like yeah. my point break was um, uh, they did a. I keep doing the Muppet hands. They did a <laughs> uh, like a parody of The Walking Dead mm-hmm. with the Swedish Swedish chef. And called the walking bread. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so he's like, Hergishmerga. And he's yeah, like yeah. chopping up toast and chopping up baguettes and, yeah. and has like a flamethrower. But the Swedish chef used to have the Muppet hands, the yeah. felty gloves. Yeah. But in this one, it kind of styled him like uh, uh, Negan. In the, the Walking, Walking Dead, Dead. Oh. and so it's just bare hands. It's just bare, regular Weird. old human hands. Creepy, but still with the whole Muppet. Yeah, and it kind of freaked me out a little bit. I, Not I, a little bit. Yeah, it a took, lot. took me out of it because I was like, oh, I'm just seeing like big veiny man hands, right? And it just it was a little, it was a little disturbing. Yeah, I love their parodies though. Like uh, the the Walking Bread, I may have to see it, even though that does sound super creepy. <laughs> Because the, also it's a English murder, 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 and he's got like machetes and yep. you know a flamethrower and yeah, yeah, and the bread is alive. That's always been weird. Yeah. That's where I thought you said that the line was going to be drawn because the bread's alive. Yes, but the walking bread, and then but I guess if now that I think about it, if you need the machete or you need like if you're using some sort of real knife, yeah, I think they also use like a real uh, flamethrower. Oh, weird. so I guess you can't have like felt. Where you I'm, can't have it. I don't know. I'm just trying to justify it, <laughs> right? Because they try so hard, and yeah. that's and you know they always they they say that that puppeteers mm-hmm. and magicians are kind of alike because they have to work alone, practice alone so much hmm. in the mirror, like because that's how you learn how to be a puppeteer. Yeah, is you just watch your hands in you watch the puppet in a mirror while you work it, which can actually stunt your social skills. <laughs> I would imagine. Would you at some point start using the voice? Well, you're like three, four hours. It was, I think it was Penn or Teller, the one that talks. Uh, Ryan, uh, Jason. Uh, it doesn't the matter. The big one. The, the big one talks. and uh, But he was talking about how magicians have some of the worst social skills because they just spend all their time alone looking in the mirror watching their hands. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> but those two guys have pretty good social skills. And have, I, have, you, have you met both like in person? Or no, they, no, no. Oh. But, uh, we did go one time to Vegas to see them live because Andy's a huge fan. Mm-hmm. And I became a huge fan. They were, uh, and they were giving out uh, metal copies of the Bill of Rights. That you, because they're both libertarians, yeah, but old yeah. school libertarians, right? And um, you could buy it for $5, a metal version of the Bill of Rights mm-hmm. that you were supposed to carry through TSA. And then when they said, do you have any metal on you? You're supposed to hand them your rights. Oh, I like that. And I was like, well, that seems like a way to get separated out and have to go to a separate room and get checked. That happens so, to me every time I fly. So excellent. you know what? Why not? Why not? Let's bring it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They literally pull me aside every single time I fly. Interesting. Each time. Are you a TSA pre-check? I am not because I'm poor. Right. Uh, my first, my full name is Hawania. That's Hawania Aquila. Yeah. So that's pretty ethnic. And, and um, right, there's a flag. Yeah. Every, each and every, every time, time. Each and every uh, time. They're like, oh, we have randomly ch- chosen each and every time. Each and every time. One, uh, I don't check bags anymore. 
just a slide and a slide. Yeah. I don't check bags anymore because I would put like a little uh, lock on my uh, yeah. uh, luggage and they would cut the lock, put it inside my luggage uh, with a note that said like, oh, you're... We TSA checked your yeah, stuff. Yeah, and like they my always, underwear is unfolded, like everything's all, so, I, ah, no, I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. Oh, that's probably actually, no, you know what I did? I took my name tag and I sw- I wrote like Lauren Williams or something yeah. like on it and untouched. Huh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. What do, what do you think causes that? No. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> gee, I wonder why. Uh, no, because I uh, I often have that TSA note in my card, and I never lock it because I'm like, they're just going to break it. So uh, even though like I have a luggage thing that's like, no, TSA has the lock. They know how to undo this. And I was like, I don't know if you've met the TSA monsters, uh, but they're morons. Yeah. Uh, they're d- it seems sweeping. I've said it out loud. I'm going to stick by stick it. with it. I'm going to stick by it because it's a th- it, Andy calls it TSA theater. Ooh. And uh, because uh, whatever, uh, he always opts out. And I am TSA pre-check and clear because I fly so much. Yeah. And, um, but uh, when Andy is not TSA pre-check or clear. So he has to go through the thing where you raise your hands and oh. do the thing, right? So Andy always opts. He's like, I would like the pat down. And they're like, well, you know that the thing doesn't hurt you, the radio waves. And he's like, no, I like the full experience, the full theatrical experience. If we're going to pretend we're having some sort of safety check, please pat me down. Mm. And uh, he calls it TSA theater. <laughs> they don't let me opt out. I tried to opt out one time and they said uh, that they didn't have enough staff and that I had to go through. And then they patted me down once I stepped out of the uh, the scanner. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, I always opt out just because. And they're like, it'll be a while. And I was like. Yeah, I, I always show up super early for the flight anyway. And I was like, no, I got time. And I just stand there. I have had to stand there for 15 minutes. And it's annoying because I don't like to stand. Anyway, because uh, <laughs> I'm an American and I would like to sit. And uh, uh, we have weeded off enormously. Right. Uh, people, it's Nia DeBose. It's at LOL Nia DeBose on Twitter. It's uh, Nia underscore DeBose on Instagram. It's NiaDeBose.com. DeBose is spelled D-E-B-O-S-E. And on NiaDeBose.com, there are two episodes of your podcast which uh, exist already, one of them with your dad. Yeah. And uh, that's neat. So people should listen to that. They should find your stand-up comedy, which is a delight. And um, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. And go see the Muppets. Yes. Support the Muppets and the dick joke community. (laughs) Be an ally. Right. And Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. (laughs) My hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. Why don't we just call that as the end of the show?